Steer the Hybrid. Yet another fantastic episode. Season 3 is knocking it out of the park so far. Almost as hard as Delena energy is knocking me off my feet. Woof! Sincerely, Bridget. Dear the Hybrid, always keeping me wondering what will happen next between Klaus and his temper tantrums, Elena and Damon's chemistry, and Rick's possible drinking problem. I am hooked. Mm. Where's Caroline? Who's Bill? And thank goodness we have some mystic, we have some mystic girl back in our lives. Sincerely, Mary Beth. I love who's Bill. <laughs> yeah. She's like, hey, Bill. I'm all, who the fuck is Bill? Who the fuck are you, Bill? Why are you here, Bill? <laughs> Welcome to Dear Vampire Diaries, where today we have the distinct pleasure of escorting you through this episode of The Vampire Diaries, Season 3, Episode 2, The Hybrid. I'm your host, Bridget, and my guest with us today is... Mary Beth. Hi, Mary Beth. Hello. <laughs> we won't be delving into future episodes today, but we will be discussing this episode, The Hybrid, in detail. You've been warned. Speaking of warnings, we have a content note. The Vampire Diaries contains heavy themes, so please check the episode description for trigger warnings and resources. All right, Mary Beth, you summed it up already very well, but... <laughs> This is the episode where Klaus puts a plan into motion that will give him even more power. <laughs> but things don't go to plan. That's an understatement. Damon and Alaric reluctantly go along with Elena's new strategy to find Stefan, leading Damon into a dangerous fight with an unexpected enemy. Or very expected, as this entire episode, right. <laughs> they are warning Elena about why it's dangerous. Okay. Exactly, yes. <laughs> Um, so let's go right into that storyline yeah. where we see uh, Elena, Damon, and Alaric on the hunt for Stefan. Uh, essentially what happens is Elena goes to Damon being like, help me find Stefan. And he's like, no. And then <laughs> I know. And he says, Stefan's gone. And I yeah. don't mean geographically. <laughs> <laughs> although yes geographically yeah, although also geographically <laughs> smoky mountains gotta gotta go to them smokies yes. um and it is sad like when we see in the background there's a newscast about andy having yeah. died and they're like either andy killed herself or she was trying to swing from the chandelier none of us know but she's dead and he's pinning stuff up on the wall or like taking it down and um Elena comes in and she's like, why didn't you tell me? And he's like, happy birthday, Elena. Andy's dead. Yeah. Want some cake? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And Stephanie's killed Andy. Right. Which is, which is huge. Whew. Yes. Um, so Elena gives up on Damon and goes over to Alaric. And it's interesting how she convinces him to do this because he's already like well Damon is correct like he sides with Damon for sure in this episode yeah which we'll see later when he calls him right <laughs> um but he's like why do you have to be the one to save Stefan and she says because I'm not the kind of person who checks out zing yeah. that is a zing aimed at you Rick well and he looks rough man and his apartment yeah. is a mess I mean he's been through a lot to say the least but yeah yeah but they all have which is elena's point later and she's you know elena's very good at guilting people to help her isn't she yes <laughs> that's what she does here um so they go to the grill and that's where tyler gives her the smoky mountains location and uh he sort of subtly asks about caroline and elena hasn't heard from her and we all know why but yes. they don't um <laughs> Elena convinces Alaric essentially to go with her to Tennessee 
And um, I do like this line from Tyler where he says, Caroline likes to remind me that Stefan's in this mess because yes. I bit Damon. Yes. And I'm like, yeah, go Caroline. <laughs> Reminding him that it's his fault. Fuck you, Tyler. Well, well especially, better. <clears throat> especially where he came from with like, yes. where the relationship came from with all the like animosity and the craziness with right. werewolf versus vampire. And he wasn't sure who his allegiance was to. And so you've seen a lot of maturity, I feel like, in Tyler. Totally. He is getting better, almost the same way that Caroline matured in season two, yeah. in a way. I mean, I guess all you have to do is turn into a mystical creature and you mature. <laughs> yeah, I think that's uh, the takeaway here. Yeah. <laughs> um. So we do go to the Smoky Mountains and... Uh, Elena is trying to convince Alaric essentially to keep participating in her ever crumbling family structure. Uh, and he's full of this like alcoholic self-pity. He calls himself an all-around whiskey drinking lost cause. And uh, she offers him the ring, the the magic ring, the magic Gilbert ring. And he says, save it for your stubborn, relentless baby Gilberts or something, yeah. which is like a great line. <laughs> But she convinces him to take it, which is nice. Well, and she says, um, I'm a doppelganger, so the ring doesn't work on me. Right. Did I miss that? Oh, well, she's a supernatural occurrence. And so oh. the ring won't work on, like, people who aren't human, essentially. Okay, got it. Yeah. I didn't, yeah. I, I totally didn't put two and two together. No, I think I think they kind of gloss over that. It's kind of like, ooh, convenient. Right. What happens, Mary Beth? Who shoves Elena into the fucking water? <laughs> Good old Damon shows up and pushes Elena into the water, just like a five-year-old would when he gets <laughs> mad at someone. That was yes, funny. And he says to she Alaric, thanks flew. for the call, brother. <laughs> she flew across the sky. <laughs> Which is a really good stunt. Like, I bet that was really fun. Yeah. Although I bet the water was actually very cold, right. so maybe it wasn't fun. But yeah, this scene just makes me giggle so hard. I love Damon and Elena arguing. They argue throughout this entire episode like an old married couple, yes. and it's the fucking best. Uh, she accuses him of giving up on Stefan, essentially, and he counters with, oh, well, what's your big plan to save him? Like, are you going to walk into a camp of werewolves, roast a marshmallow, and wait for him to show up? She just puts on her puppy dog eyes, and she's like, we'll find him before the full moon, Damon, please. Yeah. And he's all like, yeah, okay. Right. <laughs> and then he says, uh, we got to get out of here before I'm werewolf bait, though, unless you want to relive that whole uh, deathbed kissy thing. I know. <laughs> <laughs> he's all, because I wouldn't mind, but. I mean, I wouldn't mind. She's like, no, 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 no. We got it. I got it. <laughs> uh, but they don't got it because eventually Damon ends up getting essentially attacked by Ray. Um, they do win for a moment because Elena uses that Wolfsbane grenade because yeah. Rick is the king of DIY weapons, as we all know. And uh, that's when they realize, oh, shit, they're hybrids now. Like, these aren't just normal werewolves. They can kind of turn whenever they want. And when they've got Ray tied up, that's exactly what starts to happen. Oh, that was so creepy. Like, yeah. oh, that must have hurt. Like, that looked painful. Totally. I, it must be very exhausting to act being in pain in a scene and be tied to a tree. Good on this actor. Totally. I don't know. That must have hurt. Wait, what do you mean he's acting? He's not a hybrid? <laughs> <laughs> well, Ray is not having a good time, no. for sure. Uh, he's like, he's spitting and Damon tries to like hold him. And this is the moment 
oh my god wait no but before they when they're tying him up elena has some vervain ropes to keep him down and she goes here rick take these and damon just grabs them and he goes ow and and elena goes i said rick (laughs) (laughs) it's just wonderful i i love i love them there are so many good damon and elena moments in this it's truly my very favorite part of this episode and there will be more to come um but yeah, essentially, Ray starting to spit and bite at Damon is what makes Elena go, Damon, we have to get out of here now. Yeah. And it totally changes where she started the episode at and like the stubborn, like we we soldiered on, we carry on no matter what, we find Stefan. There's this great moment where, is it, is it Ray? I guess, I guess Ray has fully transformed into a wolf. Into a wolf. I'm assuming that's who it is. Yeah, that must be it. Because uh, he's right in front of Elaine all of a sudden. Like, she falls down and she looks up and then there he is. And Damon, as we predicted, is werewolf bait. But he's like, here, doggy, doggy. <laughs> and he takes Ray away from Elena. And now Elena has done, you know, the same thing. that the, Her same perspective on, like, saving Stefan. Now she has with Damon. She's like, we can't leave. He's here because of me. I need to go and save him. And Alaric is like, I, like, no. I wonder what her plan would be. Let's say they actually go to save them. Like, then she gets there. It's like, now what's your plan? Yeah. She's like, my plan is to help him. I think we've established that Elena doesn't uh, make plans. No. She's she a- just takes action. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. She's very action-oriented, like the good Gryffindor that she is. <laughs> so, <laughs> But what's really cool about this moment is that Alaric gets a chance to sort of parent Elena. Mm-hmm. Because he has to be like, I am the reason he's out here. He's here because of me. I called him. We go now. And it's cool because, like, I think in a way kids do want discipline. Totally. Like, they want that parent who provides the structure, and Elena has been that. So she's just been making her own fucking rules. Is it any surprise she's turned out the way she is? <laughs> like, super headstrong, and yeah. no one's going to tell me any different. And it's cool that Rick, who has been resisting being a part of that family structure, takes up the mantle in that moment and is like, no, we go now. And he probably saves her life. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. He's the voice of reason in that moment right there. Yeah, yeah. And we see this conversation continue in the car when she's like, I don't understand why you think you're a lost cause. Like, we're all lost. I'm lost. Jeremy's lost. Our family's gone. Mm-hmm. You know? And she's like, we kind of have that in common. Like, we're sort of perfect for each other. And he he takes this point. And he goes, well, I'm keeping the ring then. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. It's a very sweet moment. Yeah. Because it was really shitty of him to walk out, like, on her 18th birthday. So totally. Very selfish. To, yeah. He needs to make up for that. So uh, what's great is that Damon comes back unharmed and Alina's so happy. I know. And she is. They're, they're still bickering, though, and it's great. And Stefan hears this from, like, far away. And he almost lets Elena see him. Like, there's this moment where he sees her. It's the first time he's seen her since it all happened, since she was essentially, you know, right. dead. <laughs> Coming back to life and the funeral and all that stuff. He wishes away. He doesn't let her no. see him. But she kind of, I think she kind of felt it. She felt it, for sure. 
And then she looks and he's not there. And then she's kind of like, oh, it's just my imagination. So, Mary Beth, I have feelings. (laughs) What are the feelings? uh, I I know that I said that I was becoming a Stelena person. But with this scene with Damon, I'm thoroughly now reminded why I was staunchly Delena. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. How do you feel about this scene? This last scene between Damon and Elena? Well, I I mean, <laughs> we saw it, right? We see it. We see that that's what the chemistry, the tension. Um, but I think, you know, it's almost like it's kind of not fair to Damon for her to be acting that way towards him, but still being so, like, um, standoffish. So that's why I think he's like, why why did you want to leave like tell me why because he wants to like know or the reassurance that she has feelings for him and i and think that that's fair of it. and i think that's yeah. fair absolutely for sure yeah and it's interesting that he leads off with this understanding of like he's like i was wrong and you were right i think that stefan can be saved and she's like oh my god what yeah <laughs> at first she's like are you drunk i know because, like <laughs> He's like, no, I'm not like, no. (laughs) He's like, I don't have to be drunk to admit I'm wrong. And he says essentially that like Stefan saved his life. And he's like, even in my brother's darkest place, he still can't let me die. And she's like, You saw Stefan? Oh my god, is he okay? Blah blah blah. And he's like, No, he's not okay. Yeah. But I do believe you now. I think he can be saved. And this line. I love the writing in this. It is very, very good. He says, you know, I'll I'll help bring him back to you. But before I do, I need you to answer this question. Uh-huh. And it's like what you said. He, like, makes her admit that she cares. That she cares about Damon. Cares whether he lives or dies. And she's like, why do you even need to hear me say that? Like, it's a given. And he says, because when I drag my brother back from the depths... And deliver him back to your feet. I want you to remember the things you felt while he was gone. And he Ugh. has this. I'm getting chills. He has. He like caresses her face. I know. And, down and her they hair. almost kiss. They like almost. She has that look in her eye of like. She knows. Yeah, she knows. She's had the wind knocked out of her by this. You know. Oh my god. Yeah, it made me go out loud as I was watching it. Me too. And then Alaric shows up. <laughs> yes, good old daddy Alaric. Yeah, now... and he says, y- you know what you're doing? And she says, I don't. Yeah. She's like, shit. Yeah. Because Alaric has been clocking this for a while. Yeah. Like, he clocked it in the woods, the way that she just bats her eyelids at Damon, and he's like, okay, I'll risk my life for you to get your boyfriend back. Right. And the way that she is, like, casual with him, you know, will just, like, grab a drink he's drinking and drink it. Like, she's so... She is absolutely in an emotional relationship with Damon. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And she... Yeah, she is in denial. Speaking of being in denial, let's go on to the <laughs> Stefan Klaus hybrid plotline. Uh, I kind of hate this plotline. Like, I I love Klaus, but I don't care about him and his hybrids, and I don't I don't want him to ruin werewolves' lives. 
It's no. gross and it's awful. Yeah, I feel like you see, I don't know if this is like the true Klaus, because he was so like, he's, when we first met him, he seemed so like, uh, what's the word? Like, I don't know, like a noble man and just very mm. like suave. And now he's yes, like. very self-possessed. And we, you're right. We see him throw tantrums. Yeah. And even his like, this is really random, but when he <laughs> bites the human, uh, yeah. his bite is all nasty. Like it's <laughs> Like it's not like nice little vampire. It's like, like, yeah, it's like, like, it's like angry. Is this your first day biting a jugular. Seriously, it's insane. I was like, let's get it together. Like, make get it a little more hanky out. Get sensual, please. We don't play with our food, Miklos. Exactly. Come on. Yeah, I, I, this was not my favorite plot line for sure, but yeah. I think it's necessary. Yeah. How how have you only watched this episode? Yes. Okay, so why do you think Klaus picked Stefan for this? He picked Stefan because he has so many ties to so many people that he can, like, hold over him. Uh-huh. So he had Elena, which he thinks is dead. Right. He has Damon, who he knew would go with him because of the werewolf fight. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, like, his character. Like, Stefan's a good guy. And he's going to do... And he also, I think, is playing on the the blood. How do you even call it? What do you his blood problem? Yeah, the ripper. <laughs> so, like you know, it's like when you tempt some an an addict basically with right. their drug of choice, there and they choose to do it. It turns them into a different person. But he's still in there somewhere. So I think those are the things that he Klaus sees in him and picks all those. He's very manipulative. He is, for sure. And Stefan has a lot of heartstrings that he can tug on. Like yeah, you said. Exactly. A heart strung like a harp. Our, yep. our Stefan. Um, and, you know, it's interesting because, like, you can definitely read this as sort of, like, homoerotic. Like, I think that, I mean, obviously it's not because it's the Vampire Diaries. But in my mind, <laughs> Klaus is, like, all loving on Stefan. And <laughs> Stefan doesn't requite his feelings. And... When we first see them, they're they're hiking through the woods, and Klaus is all concerned for his boyfriend Stefan's well-being. He's like, "Is Ray heavy? Do you need some water? Do you need to sit down?" He's very attuned to Stefan's needs. <laughs> I mean, obviously it's sarcastic, but still, right? Um, yeah, but it is interesting that he picked him, and I love what you said about Stefan's actually like a very good guy, but also has this other side of like, yeah. Very addicty, yep. potentially used to be very fun. Totally. You know, when just he, doesn't when he care. would just let go. Yeah. Yeah. Which Damon even said, like, he was like, that guy was a hoot, you know, right. last season. <laughs> he was like, you used to be great. Um, and maybe there's something about that, that it's that duality that maybe Klaus is interested in. I love that idea that he is interested in him because he has a certain amount of noble chivalrousness. And I almost wonder if he's projecting onto him some of Elijah's qualities of like, he wants to have a good relationship with his brother, but can't because of shit that's happened with him and Elijah. Right. So now he gets to potentially have something like that, like a brother's bond Yeah. Uh, with Stefan. Yeah. Anyway, the hybrid thing doesn't work. Nope. Uh, I think I, I, I don't really want to talk about any of that. I just thought it was so gruesome and I hated it. Klaus does talk a little bit about like, I'm preparing for war. And Stefan is like, what war? And Klaus takes out his, his art of war handbook and he's like, you don't 
Charm yourself <laughs> when war has been declared. Yeah. I was like, okay. I... There is one question I had when, um, so when Stefan realizes Elena and Damon and Alaric are there, he hears them. Mm-hmm. And then Klaus comes right behind him. Did Klaus not hear them? Yeah, you'd think that he would, huh? Right? Exactly. Or did he? And he just didn't say anything. I don't know. There's well, another... no, because that would be the doppelganger. He'd be like, the right. fuck? Right, totally. That is a good point. Maybe he just thought of it as, like, hikers. He's all, oh, hey, what's up? Like, <laughs> Yeah, like, he doesn't know their voices as well, That's maybe? That's very, very true. Like, he could just be like, whatever. And he's also so, so single-mindedly focused on making his hybrids work and the fact that they're all just like crying blood and walking around like zombies is maybe not yeah he's, he's more focused on that that's true maybe? he's so focused yeah. yeah yeah but you're right i love stefan being like oh he went that way he ran away like right. and he's trying to lead klaus away and uh klaus notices that stefan has been bit because ray bit yep. him and he's like oh nasty bite oh my, my, my. Does my boyfriend need a little kissy on his boo-boo? <laughs> um, sorry. <laughs> I can't help it. I can't help it. I'm sorry. Um, but it is interesting how he's like, I'll heal you when you get when you give him back. And then, of course, when Stefan, he does save Damon's life. They have a little convo and he's like, keep Elena at home. But when Stefan goes back to Klaus, he's like, I had to kill him. It was necessary. Do what you have to do. And Stefan's ready to die. Mm-hmm. He's straight up ready to die. He's just so sad. He's over it. He's, he's over, over it. it. He's just so full of pain. And like, he's totally accepted that Elena is going to be, I guess, at home, possibly with Damon. And that he is just going to die here. But Klaus, of course, heals him. But only after he lists everything that he did. In the same question that you have about, like, did he hear them? There's this moment where he says, I did everything I was told. I should be able to turn them. I did this. I did that. I killed the doppelganger. And Stefan's just looking at him like, don't react. Don't react. Well, and I have to say, Stefan's face did not really. He was like, there's this moment where you're like, oh, fuck. I bet Klaus noticed. Oh, shit. Did he notice? I don't know. Yeah, I think he noticed. But then he heals him. I think he noticed. And he says to Stefan, it appears you're the only comrade I have left. And I'm like, yeah, you and your little boyfriend. You don't have any friends. Oh, Klaus. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's pretty much that. Um, Great. I'm glad that we now get to move on to Caroline because I love her so much. And... I am so scared for her. <sighs> I know. Poor Caroline. Yeah. Guy. So obviously the last, the cliffhanger of last week was Karen Lockwood verveined Caroline and we don't know what she's going to do with her. And the first thing that we see in this episode is that she essentially tests Tyler to see if he's a werewolf. Oh, sorry. We, we see her test Tyler to see if he's a vampire because she puts Vervain in their very classy coffee pot setup. Yes. That I'm jealous of. I know. It's all stainless yeah. steel. I'm like, ooh. <laughs> but she's day drinking while she's like, the coffee's hot. I was more like morning drinking. <laughs> yeah. He's all, whoa, mom. Uh, yeah. Last night there? And she's like, <laughs> yep. Rough, Rough month. month. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And uh, she waits until after she's sure that Tyler's not a vampire to call Bill 
And I was very surprised by how I felt about Karen in this episode. She's doing better, don't you think? Yeah, yes. Like, she wasn't going to call this Bill person. Uh, Who is Bill? (laughs) (laughs) She wasn't going to call this person until she knew that her kid was safe. So like uh, she that, didn't fly off the handle this time. Right. And she so so that shows a little bit more morality than I think Sheriff Forbes had cuz Liz was pretty much down to yeah. fucking murder her daughter like as soon as she found out she was a vampire she was like you're dead to me like and Karen Lockwood doesn't even know for sure if he's supernatural or not but she's already like oh my god my kid you know and yeah. it's interesting um Tyler doesn't realize that that was what was happening until he's at the grill and he's waiting for Caroline. She doesn't show up. So there's a little bit of weirdness with Matt and um, Matt almost offers to like help with the full boot thing. He's like, is that something that you like need another person for? <laughs> no, I love that. For, uh, that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Tyler is like, oh my God, my taste buds are weird today. And Matt's like, oh, it's the remain in the coffee. He's like, I'm surprised you can taste it. Most people can't. And Tyler's like, that's what Vervain tastes like? Oh, shit. And I think it clicks. Yeah. So he realizes exactly. And he's going to confront her. But before we we see that, essentially, Karen is on the phone with Bill. Who the fuck is Bill? And (laughs) she's like, what what do we do? You know? And he he comes to her house. And he's all, "We, we have to do what we have to do. And she's conflicted. She's like, I've kept it a secret from the council. Like, it, I'm, you know, she's like, I, I mean, it's Caroline. I remember the day that she was born. And so she's showing way yeah. more humanity than Liz did with her daughter, you know, I mean, just off the bat. Totally. Um. So again, props to Karen. Never thought I would say that. Um. So <laughs> Tyler gets home and he's like, mom, let's not pretend we don't know about vampires. And she's like, well, I was worried about you because you were spending time with Caroline. And he's like, why? What does she have to do with anything? And she's like, let's not pretend we don't know she's one of them. (laughs) And he's like, wait a minute. You don't know about me, do you? She's like, no, what? No, what? She clutches her pearls and (laughs) is like, what? And he takes her to the fucking dungeon. Yeah. And he shows her. He puts her in that little room where she watches him transform. And honestly, good for Karen. Wow, I said it. She immediately understands him. Yeah. Like, right afterwards. She has such empathy. She's like, I'll take care of it. I'll make sure that nothing bad happens to her. Oh, I know. She's not like, oh, well, that's you and you're my son. But, like, Caroline's a vampire and that's different. She, like, understands and gets on the same page, like, really fast. And she tries. She learns too late that she should have been protecting Caroline because Bill, fucking Bill, already has Caroline in a dungeon. Yes. And Bill has the gall to say to Karen Lockwood, you married into this, so maybe you don't understand, but I know what my obligations are. Yeah. And he walks into the dungeon, and Caroline looks up and goes, Daddy? Oh my gosh. I was like, the fuck? Also, poor girl, she has two parents that want to kill her. I know! 
what is this? And did we know? I mean, her mom got on board eventually, but, but like, yeah, but like, this. yeah. So she's had a dad that hasn't been a part of their lives. I guess I didn't even put that together. Well, now we know who Bill is. Yeah. Bill's an asshole. And he's our first gay character, and I hate it. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I guess, you know, if you're not counting Isabel, she's more headcanon, though. Right. Um, All right. The D plot. How much do you care about Jeremy seeing ghosts? Like, on a scale of one to ten. One. (laughs) Unless it has something to do with a bigger plot that I'm not seeing. But I'm kind of like, I feel like they're just sort of trying to keep them in. Him in there? Yeah. Yeah. When it's like, I'm sorry, I'd be more interested in Bonnie. Yeah. Anything with Bonnie. Like, what's she up to? Is her her power growing? Yeah. How's she doing? Where the fuck is she? Yeah. Guess we're going to spend time with Jeremy instead. Also, unless it has to do with... (laughs) her bringing him back and then this is like the aftermath of it and like it's gonna turn into something worse right well it's definitely the aftermath and you know it's interesting how this has suddenly become like a jeremy and matt thing instead of what should be a jeremy and bonnie thing and matt does make the point to him where he's like why haven't you told bonnie and he's like because it's my ex-girlfriend's but come on. I mean, she's a witch. You think she I might be able to I'm, help with that? Also, I'm pretty sure that that's the least of her worries. <laughs> yeah. Like, she going to get jealous? No. No, they're dead. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Insensitive. <laughs> Anyway, so this whole storyline is Matt trying to convince, or sorry, this whole storyline is Jeremy trying to convince Matt to do like a seance, I guess, or to call Vicky in, because he's like, she said, help me, and we're all concerned. And they're in like the Donovan garage, and they're going through Vicky's stuff because Jeremy binged it, and it said that personal items build a strong connection. And Matt gives up because looking through her stuff kind of hurts too much. Uh, I get that. Yeah, for sure. He's looking at this picture of them at Christmas as kids, and he, like, turns the frame down, and then Jeremy leaves, but then Matt looks back, and the frame has been turned up (laughs) so that he can see it, and uh, that's kind of what convinces him to then go to the Gilbert house and say, you know what? You always really saw Vicky, and she saw you, and he says, I... I don't remember what my last moment is with her. And Jeremy is like, me either. They took my memories away. And so I get why Jeremy is interested in this because he doesn't remember. I wish that they would just bring his memories back so that he could know what he's getting into. Right. Because it's very ominous when Vicky shows up and she's like, I can come back. And then there's like a crash of glass and Anna appears and she says, do not Trust Vicky. Yeah. Yep. So that's pretty much the episode. Yeah, it was good. It was a very good episode. Oh my goodness. The the Damon and Elena stuff though yeah. really got a lot me. of feels. That... A lot of feels. Mm-hmm. All right, Mary Beth, who are you taking and who are you staking from this episode? Well, Bridget. Today, I am taking, and I can't believe I'm taking, Tyler. What? I know. Where are you taking him, and for what reason? (laughs) (laughs) Well, Tyler and I are going to go, I think, for a little picnic lunch. 
And we are going to talk about all the reasons how he's become so mature. And just, I feel like he was so helpful in this episode and he was really well-rounded and very like his, just all of his reasonings behind everything he was doing was to make things better and like make his relationship with his mom better and help Caroline and help Elena and help Damon and help, you know, just help everybody. Yeah. Whereas the Tyler we saw before was just like a big douchebag. Yep. (laughs) Well said. (laughs) And then... I am going to stake Karen. Ooh. I know she turns around in the end. Yes. But she I was she has definitely been one that's just like she bugs. Acts on emotion. Ah. Rather than like thinking things like her son is more mature at thinking things through than she is. Yeah. But I also think, you know, it's like that that older mentality, that generational thing. Um different is bad you know yes exactly yeah. so and now I'm, I'm i'm staking her but then now i'm curious how she's going to how, what her character development will be as accepting wow all this character development for the lockwood family who knew yeah exactly <laughs> so bridget who are you taking and who are you staking i am taking damon to the holodeck of the next generation star trek ship where i can pretend (laughs) to be elena gilbert and splash around in the water with him uh it has to be on the holodeck because i don't do leeches mosquitoes or water snakes all of which i'm sure are in that body of water that they were standing in (laughs) solid solid yes and i'm staking klaus (gasps) for coming along Oh. And ruining what looked like a really fun camping trip. Right. I know. <laughs> what is the word of the day? Well, I'm so glad you asked. The word of the day is illustrious. Illespi- illustrious describes a person or a deed that is highly admired and respected. It is an adjective. Ooh, mine's good this time. Ooh, oh my gosh. Just your confidence alone. I'm like, oh my goodness. <laughs> Everyone's going to, all the listeners are going to be like, she actually used the word right. <laughs> I feel like you do. You always use it right. You're just more creative. <laughs> okay. Okay. Mary Beth, what's your sentence? My sentence <clears throat> has to do with my favorite character in this episode, Ooh. Tyler. Ooh, wow. I know, I'm kind of obsessed with him in this episode. That's amazing. Tyler had many illustrious achievements in this episode. That, that's more praise than I'm willing to give him so far, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Mine is also about a Lockwood. Karen illustriously grasps her pearls as she screeches, You can't be with her! She's a monster! <laughs> I love your voice for Karen. <laughs> oh my goodness. And that's the episode. That's all for The Hybrid. I have been your host, Bridget, and Mary Beth has been our guest host today. Thanks, Mary Beth. Yay. You're welcome. Thanks for joining us. And tune in next time to find out if Alaric takes Elena and Jeremy camping now that they're a big family unit. Tune in next time to see if Tyler gets a decent cup of coffee. Dear Diary, you can't be with her. Dear Diary, the important question is, who am I? Dear Diary, you're just lost. Dear Diary, happy birthday, Elena. Stefan killed Andy. Cake?